Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Super pitch great. 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 From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Super pitch great. Super pitch great. Super pitch great. It never gets old. Welcome back. Final hour of the Bill Michaels Show on a Friday. Radio Joe Zanzola with you. In for Bill. He'll be back on Tuesday. Have no fear. Appreciate sitting in the big seat today. Evan Heffelfinger, producer extraordinaire, other side of the glass. We've had a really good show today. It's been a lot of fun. And we continue on when I have a chance to talk to this guy and even do shows with him. We have this little thing called Radio Magic that we do. And we're going to have some Radio Magic now for the next 10 minutes. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline, check him out, CBS 58 in Milwaukee, the fine sports director he is. The one and only Kevin Holden. Hello, Kevin. Are you ready for some radio magic? I guess so. I guess we call it remote radio magic, right? Because we're we're all doing this at you know various spots. Uh, so you know, it, it tells you that even remotely, the magic can happen. Okay. Do you miss Jeff Supon? <laughs> do I? Are you asking? Do I miss? Do I miss him? Is yes. Do you miss Jeff Supon? Didn't you? I, for those that don't know, Kevin Holden um, loves to travel around the country. He loves going to different minor league uh, stadiums. He has this whole map where he's been almost every single minor league stadium in the country. Didn't you see Supon like he wasn't he like a coach or a manager of a team in Montana? <laughs> okay, so it was in uh, yeah, it was a team in Idaho, the Idaho Falls. I can't even remember their their nickname now. I want to say they were the Chuckers, but the Potatoes. They, they What's that? The potatoes? But yeah, the, the famous potatoes, because that's, that's what you got at Idaho, right? Yeah, so we're in, uh, we're in Orem, Utah. This is in the summer of 2015. We're in Orem, Utah. And um, pitching coach goes out to the mound, and I'm like, man, that guy looks familiar. Like, I, I just I can't place it, but I just, the, the face, the whole, the, the walk, everything is so familiar. And he's, it, we're sitting at the first base dugout, and he walks back, and I'm like, that's, that's just soup on it. Soup pitch great. Stood up and said, "Soup coach great." <laughs> I did. That's awesome. Um, 
Yeah, Jeff Supon, I, I just I have him number one on my worst coaches or not worst player contracts in Wisconsin sports history because it was just such a letdown. And the Brewers at the time were trying to do everything they could to find a solid rotation, and they just missed on so many different pitchers for so many years. And Jeff Supon did not help the situation. So your homework assignment, I gave it to Grant Bills and I also gave it to you. Who are your top five worst contracts of all time? I have to assume Supon is somewhere on that list. Supon is on that list. And here's the thing. As I was doing my research on this, I, I figured out that, the, honestly, you could build a Brewers starting rotation and, and have five arguments for the five worst contracts in Wisconsin sports history because it's, it's the nature of the game. Uh, pitching is the name of the game. It's extremely difficult to develop. It's extremely difficult to sign great pitching if you're a smaller market team because if you're a, you know one of the top pitchers in the game, you're getting $200 million. Brewers can't pay that. So uh, it leads to all of these in-between contracts. I, I can honestly say, Joe, that the Brewers' current model of how they handle their team when it comes to pitching, when it comes to bullpenning, when it comes to all the sabermetric stuff – probably directly came out of those bad contracts that were given to pitchers because they knew they had to go a different direction when it didn't work out. So I, I narrowed it down to this. Uh, for my five worst contracts, I needed, uh, I needed it to be more than a, a one-year deal in almost all cases because that doesn't hamstring a franchise. You get one year and someone flames out, it happens. Uh, so it had to be a significant amount of money, multi-year deal in, in almost all cases, so Tom Bernanski's off the hook, you know, that kind of thing. Gary Neal is off the hook. Uh, and uh, so I went, you know, team to team. So this is where I came out. I think Jeff Supon is a terrific contender for, for worst. I'm going to go with Matt Garza for my worst because that was four years, 50 million, as opposed to four years, 42 million for Supon. Garza won 26 games and literally did not play anywhere once his contract was up. He was done with baseball. And I guess that was the case with, with Supon too, but I think uh, basically Garza was like Supon, except that, you know, there was a lot of tension with the, with the fans. I don't remember Jeff Supon having a lot of tension, uh, but, uh, but with Garza, there was, there were some tense situations there. So Garza and Supon could be one and two. I think that's a, a legitimate one and two. I'm trying not to go with too much recency bias because I want Jimmy Graham to be up there just because I'm bitter about the last two years of Jimmy Graham. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Martellus Bennett instead uh, because that was three years, 21 million, and it was 10 games. The, it doesn't hamstring the franchise because of the way NFL contracts are structured, but Bennett was from the moment the first speed bump happened in Green Bay, it was terrible. And Larry Sanders has to be in your top five, four years, 44 million in 2013, and he literally withered away. So Supon Garza, Bennett, Larry Sanders, Ah, that fifth one has been has been kind of kind of hitting me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Eric Gagne. So I will do a one year guy. That was ten million dollars, and he was five weeks as the Brewers closer. There's your five. Okay, now I don't know if you heard my top five. So this is what I have. I have Supon at number one. I have Miles Plumley at number two. When the Bucks gave him four years, fifty two million. Uh, Matthew Delvadova comes in at number three, where he got that four-year deal for $38.5 million. Garza's at four, and then I also have Martellus Bennett at five. Because I just look, it, the, the tight end position right now for the Packers has just been a black hole, and that starts all the way back to not signing Jared Cook and bringing in Martellus Bennett because we all thought he was going to be better, and then just the fact he quit on the Packers. 
that that's I, I'm right with you on that. Keeping Martellus Bennett in there over someone like Jimmy Graham, Larry Sanders. We haven't talked about Larry Sanders. And I remember when that went down, when he quit, I was so furious with him. Now, I've taken a step back in this sense, and I think this is part of the reason why I didn't put him in the top five. You know, the dude was battling with a lot of depression, and it's just it, depression is such a big thing nowadays for a lot of people. Um, and I, I understand it more for why he decided to step away. But the one issue I still have with it, Kevin, is he took that money a year before he decided to leave the league. And it's just like, if you, you, you said it at the press conference, how committed you were to this organization, what it meant. And then to just get up and leave. That still doesn't sit well with me to this very day. Yeah. And, and I, I think you've, you've hit both issues right on the head, which is it's not to trivialize the, the mental aspect of what goes on. And, and Larry Sanders is the most obvious example, but when you're talking about mental issues, depression and anxiety, We've seen it with other athletes as well. Zach Greinke has a very publicly uh, known battle that yeah. he's had his whole career with anxiety, and that's it. It, it is not to be trivialized, and the contract uh, is definitely not about the trivialization. But you're talking about four years and forty-four million that hamstrung your franchise, that set your franchise basically on this path straight down for a couple of years. I mean, it wasn't really until Giannis started to truly evolve that that team came out of the funk that they went into uh, because of the Sanders contract. So, yeah, I, I, I could I could see leaving him off and, and giving him a, a break because he took a break to, to help his mental state. I, I definitely agree with that. The, you know, it's funny, too, because there, there are a couple other ones. I, I did ask for a little help with this. I, I had a couple of friends that I asked about, and someone said said this, and I was – this is kind of shocking – what about the Brewers' TV contract? That's because it, it hamstrings them. I mean, you're talking small market money in a right. big market league. Yeah, that that's that's really interesting. I didn't think about it that way, and, and that's the thing. That's one of the realities of it. That TV deal is never going to be this, like, you know, billion-dollar thing. It's just not going to happen in this state, and it's just such a tragedy. Yeah, it's the truth because you have you have a tremendous group of fans. You have – a group of fans that turns out in Miller Park in numbers greater than, than they draw in Boston, and stadium capacity is part of it, but, but the Brewers fans for this size market are fantastic, and you want to do everything you can to give them a winner, but the, the semantics of the way the game works, the financials of the way the game works are, are, uh, are pretty tough. Here's another one. Since we're, I'm just throwing stuff out here, Joe. I had a yeah. ton of ideas. I had... I thought for a half a second to put Gary Anderson in there because I don't know if you remember this. Gary Anderson was in here for two years in Wisconsin, in, in Madison, and he actually got a raise after the first year. So there were two contracts given to Gary Anderson, one at the start and one a year in. But I decided not to because, I, I mean, this is funny. I forget these things because you remember the bitter end with Gary Anderson. He was 19-7 and seven at Wisconsin. That, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, no, we had uh, Grant Bills on from WKTY in the last hour, and he put Gary Anderson in his top five. And I I totally see the argument. It was a guy that wanted to change things up at UW after everything was the same for, for many years under Barry, and it just didn't work, and he didn't agree with you know, the academic standards, and he wanted to make it a spread offense. No, that was it was a total train wreck, and again, Kudos to Paul Christ for being able to turn it around as fast as he did and to get this team where it should be right now. And it's that that is that's been pretty incredible. 
Yeah, and I and by the way, going back to the Bucks thing, you you uh, you hit on what was this crazy era in the NBA where there was all this extra money flowing in with free agency, and you remember Timothy Mozgov and and Delavadova <laughs> and these contracts that were just ridiculous. Yeah, I think I think you're right. One at least one of those from that era has to go on the list. We're talking with Kevin Holden of CBS 58. We always do this every single uh, Friday here on the Bill Michael Show right at the same time. Uh, I know Evan Heffelfinger wanted to give you some grief, or did he? Evan, are you good with Kevin's top five? I really can't hate on it. I mean, I my list, I know that if I, like I said, if you were to ask me tomorrow, I'd have a completely different one. I didn't mention a guy like Larry Sanders or John Henson or John Salmons. Like oh. I, I mean, this Bucks list is, you could, like, one after 15, another after another. A 17 man roster of bad contracts. Yeah, you could really, you could do a whole Bucks roster, a starting lineup and mm-hmm. a bench, and and then some, have some in the G League also. Right. It's that and it's the, the Brewers pitching rotation, just like, like Kevin said. It's really, really depressing to talk about. Yeah, and it's also weird too, Kevin, how everything has kind of done a reverse here in the last, you know, twenty years. And, you know, I know you haven't been on the Wisconsin sports scene that full twenty years, but I mean you think about the Brewers and the Bucks were so bad, so bad for all those years, and the Packers were dominating. And then the Packers are still good and they won 13 games last year, but the Brewers and Bucks have really grabbed more attention here. And it's so awesome now to have some new faces of the state. When we're talking about Christian Yelich and Giannis that, you know, even after Aaron Rodgers does retire, or does leave green Bay. You've got some other idols to look to now in the state. It's, it's a lot of fun because uh, when, so, so I'll tell you a personal story. My first year here, uh, for the Bucks was the year was Brandon Jennings' rookie year. He showed a ton of promise. Andrew Bogut was still going on, and he was you know emerging as a very good player. And they, the Bucks were headed for the playoffs. And I had uh, I had come from Orlando. I had come from a, a, I had covered the Magic when they played the Lakers in the finals the year before. And the electricity around Orlando then was really fun. And when the Bucks were starting to emerge, I I, I was. Honestly, I was ringing the bell. I was like, hey, you know, come on, Wisconsin. You've got a team in the playoffs, a Bucks team in the playoffs, and I could not believe how little it moved the meter in what I was seeing, fan reaction, that sort of thing. They were making the playoffs, and there was just this thought of, eh, all right, whatever. And that it's there is where the biggest change has, has come for me is, you know, the Packers are obviously a staple and, and will always be a staple, and the Brewers have had a couple of really good runs since I've been here, but – Bucks basketball has the interest of this whole state now, and everybody wants those Bucks to come back because they know the Bucks have a chance to win a championship this year if they if they let them play. Uh, that to me is the is where the biggest difference. This was a great sports market when I got here, and it's so much better now because the Brewers are good and the Bucks are good, and all these runs that have been made by you know the Badgers football team and Marquette and UW basketball. I mean, it is. It is a 12-month-a-year dream, but the, the Bucks have been the most fun to watch develop. 
Again, talking with Kevin Holden of CBS 58 here on the Bill Michaels Show. Real quick, we don't have a whole lot of time. I wanted to get your thoughts, Kevin, on just the state of baseball right now. Um, There was a report that came out a few days ago where MLB, their proposed safety protocols, had a whole list of things like no finger licking, no spitting, no mascots, no bat boy girls, swapping of lineup cards, no high fives. I mean, it's just like one, no, no showering. There's all these things that are coming down. But the one thing is, I look at the KBO, and the KBO is figuring this out. Like, half the players aren't even wearing face masks. So I just I just hope and pray that baseball can find a way to get this back, but also do it in the safest way possible. It's, a, it's an incredible dance. It's a delicate dance because you are trying to get the game back, and you're trying to do it in, in this situation where the U.S. is over one and a half million cases uh, of, of this coronavirus and the death tolls approaching 100,000. And you know that they the prioritization of health for the players is number one. And everybody feels that way, I believe, owners and players. Now, it's a matter of how you get that done. And if you, if you know anything from the way the U.S. is today, you get two different sides t- together to try to agree on anything involving this virus. It is extremely difficult to get two people from two different sides to work together and to agree. And that's, that to me is where the, where the difficulty comes in. Then you add the layer of, uh, you know, the, the labor strife and the money and the, these other things that have been festering in major league baseball for a couple of years. It's going to be a little while before they, they come up with an agreement. I think at the end of the day, they try something, but yeah, that, that thing you said, that list you said, that, that doesn't sound like baseball to me. Like, do we need to put them all in those giant bubbles like they have in the, you know, when you know, those big plastic bubbles and people run into each other and knock each other around? <laughs> I mean, maybe do that. I don't know. Well, who knows? I just want baseball to come back. So we'll, we'll see how this goes. It's fluid every single day. Kevin Olden, CBS 58, Radio Magic. I, uh, I always enjoy it, Kevin. You have a good weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you again next Friday, okay? Thanks, Joe. You too. Enjoy it. And soon when this is all done, we'll all get together and we'll, we'll raise a glass. Yes, no question about it. There he is, Kevin Olden, CBS 58 in Milwaukee. Check him out there. Fine job with that sports department there. He joined me on the Schneider Orange Hotline. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.